0: Good morning. It's Wednesday, June 14th. It's hump day. <laughs> I think I announced it yesterday that it was hump day. It wasn't hump day. Today is official hump day. Um first off, thank you everyone. We got we got our Spotify uh 4.9. Uh thank you to everyone. If you don't know what that means, uh if you listen on Spotify, you have some stars that you owe me. Just go up to the top, hit the five stars. Uh, I'm at 4.9 again. I think some people rated me. I don't see a breakdown. Um, I don't do this like as a social media guy or anything. So I have no idea what any of this means. But 4.9 on Spotify was kind of what I hung my hat on. Uh, so if you're listening on Spotify, go over there. I didn't see any increase in Apple Podcasts. I think um, 22% of you guys listen on Apple Podcasts. So if if you could, go over there and do a, um, I think you have to go into shows and then look up my show and then you can put a five star in there and write a review. It's great. Uh, but I want to thank everybody for that one. That meant a lot. If you're on the, uh, the the other thing that I'd like you to do is share the newsletter. Uh, I think the newsletter actually gives you a pretty good look at some stocks that you want to buy. And I I put notes in there. Uh, I don't do an in-depth every day. When I am not doing the podcast, I will do an in-depth. That's my promise to you guys is that you'll at least have somewhere to get an insight into kind of what I look at. Um, And and not that, you know, (laughs) rule number one of this podcast is don't listen to a douche on the internet. I am that douche. So whenever you get something that, um, uh, you know, somebody says, oh, there's a hot stock and stuff like that, or even I send you a newsletter, do your investing at your own risk. Um, We have done really well yesterday. I want to thank everybody for the tips. Uh, Yesterday was a good tip day. So thank you guys. Um, I, I really appreciate it. And again, you know, I don't charge for any of this stuff. Everything's for free. The only thing that, that you get charged for is if you want Spider. and TrendSpider is, doesn't come for free. It's about $400 depending on the discount that you get, um, but it's a tool and I don't sell you a system. I sell you tools. So you have to do this on your own. Uh, the goal is that, that after a while, uh, you just need my newsletter. You don't necessarily even need to listen. You can listen for you know the antidotes for what I'm going through right now, which is two dogs on the floor crying because it's thundering and lightning outside um but the the tools that i give you are fantastic i mean TrendSpider is just an unbelievable tool uh, i don't trade without it so but there's a link down below to get 25% off um you get a 7 day free trial it it's an unbelievable tool but thank you everybody for the tips thank you every and when i get tips by the way that means you guys made money uh, because i only tell you to tip me if you make money uh, i'm not a guy who's who's uh, you know going to make a living at this stuff uh, I'm not a guy that does this for anything other than just the happiness and then the you know teachers teach for low money. I teach just for the happiness of it so uh let's talk about p p i producer price index. This is the cost of goods, so what people what manufacturers pay to actually produce the goods that you buy that went down significantly faster than inflation, which was c p i which was yesterday um that means when the producer price index comes down, hopefully uh, overall inflation comes down. So that does give the Fed a cover to probably pause today. The meeting is at uh, 2 o'clock. You'll find out exactly what they do. I think they do pause. Honest to God, I think they do pause. Um, I think we're we're up here. This is the weekly that you're seeing of SPY. Uh, I Once we passed that 4.30 and we closed above 4.30, we're at 4.36 right now. Uh, you're actually positive on the day. The next little trough is up here. And and make no mistake, that RSI line and that MACD line are saying we're a bit extended, but we're not done. Uh, In my mind, I think you come up here to 460. That's a good 10% from where we are now. Uh, It doesn't mean that we get there overnight. doesn't mean that we won't come back down. But that 50 day is starting to turn positive. Trade the trend. So uh, that one right up there, I think that 463 is your next resistance point. Uh, if we get past that, you're going up to 480. I mean, you're going back to all-time highs. The economy is just that strong. Uh, so let's talk about some some stocks here. And then I'll get to, you guys kind of overwhelmed me last night with uh, all the Facebook stuff. But Ulta. We talked about Ulta being an opportunity down here at 417. It's all of a sudden at four forty two you're within this gap. you're gonna cover this gap up to four eighty three um Ulta got an upgrade uh and the new price target is five twenty from this upgrade. uh I think it moves back up here, Ulta beauty, I think you can buy it at four forty hold on for a ten percent ride to fill this gap and to get back to the two hundred day. That death cross was because of earnings, but like I said, any reaction in the market is an overreaction four seventeen was the confirmation point to get back in. Um, In the energy space, Shell announced a 15% increase in their dividend and a $5 billion buyback. It's up 2% to $59.76. This is in our energy names that we trade. I don't necessarily hold this one. I don't trade it. It's just one that came out in the news. Um, It was a, a good opportunity. Now, one that I do own and I do trade is AMD. They had their chip uh, event yesterday. They announced a GPU-CPU GPU data center chip uh, that will be the only competitor to NVIDIA's. Uh, I think this one, Lisa Su, who is the, um, the, the CEO, fantastic CEO, again, good company with good management, with good products and good earnings. This one matches it. The only problem that you have is you have run up so far so fast. 50% here. 50%. You're seeing that button hook. You've got this gap down here. Uh, I don't know that it's coming to fill this gap. You've got this tiny gap down here at 121. I'd like to see that you see you buy this more closer to 110. I don't know that we get down there. Uh and we talked about Tesla yesterday. When's the best time to buy one of these running stocks? Well, today, because you know it continues to go up. Tomorrow, you might regret not buying it. Um, so long-term, I would say you're probably fine, uh, buying AMD short-term, you might experience some pain. I mean, look, this is, this is the all-time high back here in 2021. It's 150. You're going to get back there. You absolutely will come go and get back there. You can see on the weekly, how perfectly. That 50-day never did the, the death cross. It just bounced right off of it. Now you got the 50-day moving positive. You have the 200-day moving positive. You have the 9 and the 21 moving positive as well. So it's, it's all up from there. Uh, AMD is up uh, slightly today. It was announced that Amazon um, will be using AMD chips for AWS. That's from Reuters. So Amazon, another good stock at 125. I think you get this one closer to 110. I think this this 117 right here, 115, I think that's probably a decent entry point. Um, you know, again, I'm just concerned that we're going so far so fast. Um, but again, for long-term, if you're looking, when's the best time to buy it's today. I mean, just don't look at the price for good companies with good products, with good management and good earnings. Uh, Tesla, we are on day 14 today of Tesla winning every day. It is down 1%. Is today going to be the, the last day? Listen, if you're Taylor Swift, her l- lucky number is 13. So if you're a Swifty, uh, I just know this. I mean, honest to God, I've had so many kids, friends, um, kids' friends, or friends' kids stay at my house for Taylor Swift concerts that I just know this stuff. Her lucky number is 13. So Tesla, we're going on day 14. Remember, Tesla has uh, basically levered ETFs. TSLL is a one-and-a-half-time levered ETF. This is a bull. So when Tesla goes up, this is times 1.5, 1.5%. So here you go. May 1st, $8.80. You've doubled your money up here at 17 TSLL. Now, as Tesla starts to pull back and you want it to pull back, uh, maybe you get look at getting into TSLQ. This is one, there's several out there, but this is a short, uh, a bear uh, of Tesla. So when Tesla goes down, this one actually goes up. People have lost billions shorting Tesla. So I would be extra careful with this and have your stop losses pretty tight um, on that one. Uh, Google which is in our, uh, our core portfolio, this one, the EU announced charges on anti-competitive practices uh, on their ads business. They hinted at a forced breakup, hinted at a forced breakup. Uh, you can only hope that Google actually breaks out that ad business because I do think that's the profit engine of this company. And if you want to own something, it's that profit engine. Um, the rest of the company with AI and stuff like that is great. I had a friend, um, actually go through, uh, buying a house and the, uh, the offer letter was sent in, but the offer letter kind of seemed like it was off of, um, legal zoom. And so I was like, okay, let me see if she's covered. I loaded the letter into Bard and Bard said, well, you're not covering this. You're not covering this. You're not covering this dude. If you're not using AI for some of the stuff in your everyday life, you're absolutely crazy. You're missing out. Um, I Google, I I just don't see this one breaking down too much. If you get down to this 113 level and you come back down to this, uh, this gap right here, just buy it, just buy it. I mean, the RSI is dipping, uh, the, the MACD is going down, what you're seeing here, see that MACD going down, but that price is kind of just staying in the middle right there. That's called capitulation. That is called divergence. That is creating a, a, a platform uh, to bounce up on. So I, if you get it at 120, great. I'll probably be adding more to this one. Uh, Logitech, L-O-G-I is the symbol. This is fishy. Now, this isn't one that I've covered, um, but the company announced the departure of their CEO uh, to move on to bigger. But this is this is nuts. It's down 12%. It's at 56. It's under its uh, 52-week. This is a company, uh, we talk about a good company with good products, with good management, with good earnings. Uh, This is one the management might shake up. Uh, And you can see June 14th, Citigroup downgraded, Biden neutral, $70 price target. You're trading at 63. I, I, you know, the average target price is 65. It's up 2%. One over one year, it's up 15%. It's PE is a little, little stretched. I don't think it's crazy to think that this reaction is an overreaction because the CEO just leaves. Um, there's an interim CEO might be announced. I just want to bring it up because on this um, four hour chart, it's under its 200 day. Probably doesn't belong under its 200 day. So if you use Logitech devices and you like them, I don't. So I'm not I'm not investing in it, but I think they do have some really good uh, uh, products. PayPal and SoFi both up to upgraded by BTIG. Um, uh, PayPal, what they said, shares are just too cheap. I've been saying that since sixty dollars. You're almost at your ten percent if you got in at that sixty dollars and eighty four cents. Uh, when you get to that sixty six, I wouldn't I wouldn't sell. I think it's coming up here to 69 and 75. I think it's going to start to cover that gap. That 50-day, that blue line is starting to move um, horizontally. You're starting to put in that what I talked about, that capitulation. Um, the only problem is that the MACD is kind of putting in forward there. It might cross down. You might get back down here to the 60s. But I don't think if you're looking at PayPal for the long term, I don't think it's a bad place to add it. Uh, I, th- I do think that you have 10% in that one. Uh, SoFi, they announced that SoFi, their rising deposits and their diversified revenue streams. Uh, they like this one. Uh, in fact, let's see. Did they up their price target on SoFi? Uh, I don't know. Let's see if they did it. Um, June 14th, BTIG, buy $14 price target. You're trading at $9. It's a big move. Now, if you got this May 18th at $4.95, um, you've doubled your money. In, in just one month, you've doubled your money. If you saw that coming, high five. I better get a $500 tip on that one. Even if you only made $1,000, I better get, you, you know, five, take your taxes out first and then give me half of it. <laughs> but no, I honestly God, I didn't recommend this one. This was one I told everybody to be careful about at six or $7. It's at $10 now. It crossed the $10 mark. Crazy. Uh, I think it's fairly strong. I mean, if you want to know the truth, I think it's fairly strong. I just, you know, again, if, if for some reason the, uh, the Supreme court upholds Biden's, uh, you know, allowing them to, uh, uh, waive the student loan stuff, I think you see it pull back. Uh, I don't think at $10, I think you got a $13 to $15 stock there though. Enphase, we talked about this one pulling back to 161. I thought it was crazy that it's pulled back this much. I think it's starting to rise again. There's no news on this one, but you can see, I don't think it's getting down to that 150 mark at the the 200 day. I think you continue. Um, I would like to see a uh, uh, just a confirmation of this one before you get back into it. You're, you're confirmed right now, but it's kind of just hanging out on that 9 and 21. So I, I would wait to see probably a few days on this one. Uh, sedge. We talk about Sedge all the time. This is one that $300 price target. It's a 281. You don't have confirmation. You're out on this one. Uh, but I think it might come back down to this 268. If this gets to 268, just buy it. I mean, honest to God, wait for the algorithm to buy it. That yellow line that you see, that's $300. You can buy this under $300 and and rest assured, at some point in time, it gets back above $300. Um, C3AI, I talked about the AI train. This is a stock that uh, is crazy, crazy. So, this is the the gap that the, the falling down here is when Hindenburg Research basically said, hey, this is a scam company. Well, AI is this strong. This company has done nothing right. Nothing. They were a, uh, a different company. I think they were an Internet of Things company. First, they were an energy company. Energy went out of phase. Then they were an Internet of Things company. Uh, that went out of f- uh, favor. Uh, now they're an AI company. So I do not think that this company is very good. Uh, I, it's a trade. But it's at forty two dollars. If you got in May first at that eighteen, you've doubled your money. You've more than doubled your money. I mean, just crazy, crazy stuff, but I wanted to bring it up because it's there. Mara, uh, which is um, a crypto miner, this is putting in capitulation right here. It's under 10, but it's putting in that that kind of platform. Now it's just sitting there. I mean, it's doing what Bitcoin's doing. It's just kind of sitting there between twenty five and thirty thousand. Uh, And and this one, Mara, sitting there between $9.50 and $10. I think it's putting in that platform. You're seeing that 200-day moving forward, uh, moving up. You're seeing the 50-day kind of just flat, not really moving down. The 9 and the 21, they're all putting in there. The uh, Bollinger Bands are cinching up. Could see this one move to 12 or 13 in my mind. Uh, One that I personally own and needed to add more at 15 because I should uh, is Cleveland Cliffs percent up today. If you bought at this 1511, you've made your 10%. You've done really, really well. It's coming up to fill this gap at 1864. I'm going to add to my position. Uh, I think this is the run that moves it up to that that one. You're seeing the 50-day move positive. The 200-day is moving negative still, but if as long as we continue upward, I think you're seeing this one. Now, would I get into this one with a new position? No. The RSI is at 78. Uh, I think you could probably get this one in the 16s. Uh, on a pullback, maybe even later this week, you know what, if the Fed raises today, maybe we pull back to 15 and 16 on this one, so just be careful of this one, I do have a position in this one, and I like it, uh, okay, <clears throat> now I get to the 10 freaking requests on Facebook, I'm gonna probably have to limit it, uh, you know what, maybe I'll start a, a daily, hey, just put your comment below it for me to look at it. Um, but uh, ARDX, Sam wants me to look at ARDX. Looks like it's going through higher lows and higher highs to me, uh, but I'm still learning. ARDX, by the way, we're all still learning. Uh, ARDX, I don't even know what this company does. Um, $3.31 was the buy. You're coming up to fill this gap. I would say that gap gets filled at four forty-two, which would put you at, 10%. The problem is that you're kind of seeing the button hook that I talk about. So at this $3.33, you saw this one kind of take off and it had confirmation above that nine day. So I think between three thirty three and $4, you absolutely had confirmation on this one. Now that you're getting up here, it's a little bit extended. Uh, let's look at ARDX here. What do they do? Um, they are healthcare, biotech. They are losing $65 million. Uh, they are up 41% <clears throat> year-to-date. The average target price is $7.08. The last, uh, Webbush uh covered them on uh, March 3rd, uh, which was a while ago. They moved them th- from 3 to 6. November, Piper Sandler moved them to- from 3 to 8. So take that $7 with kind of a grain of salt in that. Nobody's really covered this one. They are losing money. Um, there's a 9% short interest on this one. Insider, insiders are selling. They're selling at three. Uh, not huge dollar amounts. I mean, you're saying tens, $10,000. So it's it's not a ton, but they're selling at one. They're selling at three. Um, I just, for me, there's better places out there. I don't know that, that you necessarily want. If you're in biotech and you understand this stuff, kudos. Um, but the AI train is going. That's kind of where I'm at. Uh, but here's another one. Um, that uh, Highway Jones wanted me to look at. In December of last year, TGTX got approved by the US healthcare regulators for its mono, mono, monoclonal uh, antibody for treating patients with relapsing forms of multiple sclerosis. From what I've read, reading uh, MS treatments have a huge footprint in the pharmaceuticals, the healthcare market. What are your thoughts on this stock? Thanks as always. I don't know biotech. So, trading, you know, getting that approval uh, in November. It's what's called a catalyst, uh, and that catalyst usually catapults stocks, and you can see when they got that, that approval, maybe this was it, November 9th, uh, right here on earnings. It went from $5.41 up to $8.31. That's what biotech does. When they get approvals, that's what it does. Now, since that, since November of last year, you're at $27. That's three times what you were at. Do I think that it's an absolute, look at this. I mean, from $15 here, March, March, uh, March. it looks like March 21st, you had a 95% gain on the algorithm, which underperforms, by the way, the algorithm uh, loses you 85%. Buying and holding this stock loses you 25%. Because here, here's the way to look at it. From a long-term standpoint, I mean, this just got approval, so it went up. This was during free money and there was uh, rumors of this. Yeah, it went up. So I don't know that it's a long term. If we go over here to TGTX, to Finvis, and we look at this stock, um, they're losing $168 million. Uh, they have cash on hand of 89 cents. They have 140 million uh, shares out there. So they don't have $168 million to lose again. They're going to have to do a dilution. So they're going to have to raise money. Uh, that's essentially what biotechs do is if they, if they just lose money, they're going at this level, they will raise more money and that will come down to $12 when they start to raise more money. Now, if, if they do, if the, uh, MS treatment winds up being true, then you got a three, four, 10 bagger in, 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 in there for you. So, uh, I do think that the, that one, I, I, I'm just not a biotech guy. I mean, I don't want one that's going to go up 300% and then lose 300%. Uh, I, I want something that's going to continue growth, uh, which brings us to Richard asked me about Zim. Uh, I'm not a fan of Zim. This is an uh, Israeli company that got some uh, retail trader uh, hype over uh, probably twenty one, twenty two, Uh and during the uh, shipping uh, crisis when you had... Increased shipping, Um, you know, shippers were basically able to name their price and people were paying it to ship their goods. That's no longer the case. And so you see March of 2022, this was an $80 stock. They were paying somewhere in the neighborhood of 80% dividends. Um, it, It was huge dividend stock and it was huge growth and it just kept going up but look at that long-term. Do I think that this is a good company? No. Uh, Essentially, when they paid out dividends, you had to pay 25% in taxes because it's an Israeli company. I just don't see this one um, being a solid, solid investment. Uh, You want shipping? Go FedEx. You want shipping? Go UPS. Um, I, I, I just, you know, you can say that I'm crazy on this one, and maybe I am. It's up 1% today, $13.52. You can go over to Finviz. Uh, They are making $2 billion in income. Uh, Dividend, yeah, like I said, dividend is 127%, uh, but their dividends have been cut back because they're not able to charge. April, uh, JP Morgan, overweight to neutral, $20.80. You know what? If you get up to $20.80 from $13, that's a great trade. For me, I just don't like this. Con- I mean, you know, if you're paying out 127%, you're not reinvesting in your, your company. Um, the taxes also kill me. Uh, I'm not a fan of this one. Uh, I think it got some retail hype uh, way back when, and I think that's what took it up. I just don't see that retail hype bringing this one back up. If it does, kudos to you. Um, but I, I, I'm not a fan of this one. Remember, I'm a tech guy, basically. And you're on the AI train. I, I, I always say this. There's better places to put your money. And I think there's better places to put your money. Right now, one of those better places uh, is probably UNH. Uh, ironically, uh, this is, and I don't mean putting it in now. Uh, I had a $500 swing trade on this one. Um, under 500, buy it. I bought it at 485. I only added a small position, uh, but that's the only position I've actually purchased. Uh, I think it was five percent of my uh, lot sizement. So, um, you know, am I getting out of this one? Probably not. I will probably buy more. Um, I may get out. I, I just don't see it going down to 440s. Um what what happened with UNH and and this is you know Paul from Facebook can you add UNH and uh, Humira tomorrow they both dropped off significantly after hours I'm thinking uh, since the market is doing good people are moving their money out of the safe place um just looking for your opinion uh my experience with healthcare is that yeah moving money out of healthcare into growth uh when the market is doing well that is pretty normal That's not what this is. Um, UNH actually announced um, uh, of higher costs. Uh, This runs on Medicare. So when the government says, hey, we're going to cut costs, UNH goes down. When uh, seniors uh, start having more elective surgery uh, that they put off during COVID, this is going to go down. Um, This is just catching up to where it probably should be. Uh, it ran up here to $562, $600 stock. Um, this is one, again, good companies with good products, with good management, good earnings. This one will come back. It will come back to $500. Uh, am I buying it at $457? No. Run the algorithm uh, on UNH. It, it is, uh, in fact, you're still in at $480. That 480 price, you're still in. It is going to get you out. The algorithm has two things it has MACD and it has moving averages in its calculations. This big gap down, that gap here from 460, wherever the morning clan candle close, closes, to 488, 490, wherever that morning candle closes, that gap will absolutely get filled. Am I adding to it right now? No, because I don't have confirmation above the nine day. I use nine day as my confirmation. I don't see it above there. So I'm not adding to it. I would hold off on it. Uh, with higher costs, you just don't know what this is going to happen. Um, so UNH, Humera, probably the same thing, just not. Humera's is even worse. I mean, Humera's is down 11%, uh, 453. I mean, this one just got destroyed. Probably the same thing. Any reaction is an overreaction. You're going to have that gap. You know what this one did? This one just basically double gapped. So when you buy this one at about four sixty right now, it's trading at four fifty four. You're gonna cover that gap up to four seventy one. Um, I like these. I, I just you know Jim Cramer actually said something good. Rule number two of this podcast, if you're new, is never listen to Jim Cramer. But he actually said something good. Um, the increased costs of uh, uh, for Humana. And for the managed care companies, probably benefits device makers like GE Healthcare. And he brought up, you know, MRI stuff. Uh, This has a gap up here between 83 and 86. I think it goes to cover that one. It is expensive. GE Healthcare is expensive. It is uh, basically a spinoff of GE, uh, $35 billion market cap. They haven't announced earnings yet, so they will announce earnings at some point in time. Uh, it is up 33% year to date. This is a healthcare company that's up 33% year to date. Um, you just started having the 200 day here. You're above the 200 day. Um, you're not above the the nine day. The nine day and the 21 day are moving negative. The 50 the, uh, the days moving negative. I would hold off on this one, but you're seeing a large amount of volume uh, between 76 and 78. That's your volume shelf. So, uh, I do like this one. I think Jim Cramer is right that we could start to see, um, uh, a, a pretty good benefit here, uh, to these. Let me see. Oh, no more data. I'm looking for my volume shelf to move it. There it is. Uh, if we move this to a ties, you can see the volume shelf is kind of just there. You know, people, people have, uh, decided 77, to 78 is that volume shelf. Um, Christopher from Facebook. Hi, Gary. Thanks for the helpful tips. Any thoughts on Disney Carvana? So my thoughts, I, I've been wrong on Carvana. I've been wrong on Disney. But Disney, I still say, is a $100 stock. Buy it under $100. Uh, you got this $87 uh, uh, buy-in right there. You what, $94? What, 10% from May 31st in a month, uh, in half a month? You're starting to cover this gap between 95 and 100 I mean, if you want to buy it at 94 I don't think it's a mistake. Uh, you have confirmation. Uh, Will we see that $87 again? Probably. Their costs are just out of line. But, you know, part of what what happened was when Apple announced their, uh, their headset, Disney was one of the providers that said they'd be uh, doing content for it. So is there a, a Disney-Apple convergence? Does Apple actually buy Disney? Um, you know, maybe they, they inject some cash into Disney. For some content, so I I like this one again for a long term. I like Disney. I I just don't think you're gonna miss on that one. Uh, Now Carvana, different story. Carvana, I've been you know shit. Everybody in the world has been wrong about Carvana. Uh, Every analyst had said, "Hey, it's going bankrupt. This ain't worth seven dollars." Well, shit, you three times your money, but from seven dollars, I still think. You're in danger. I think this may be a short squeeze. I think you know you never know when short squeezes actually happen. Um, the short interest on this one is fifty. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, fifty um, percent. So it. I mean, it's just they're losing one point four billion dollars. It's up four hundred and fourteen percent year to date. It just its average target price is eleven dollars. You're trading at twenty-four. No way this is anything other than hype. So I wouldn't get into this one. Again, there's safer places to put your money, but as far as like if you've traded this one, kudos. I haven't. Uh, but Christopher, that's just what I think. Hey, Gary, do you think NVIDIA, uh, John from Facebook, do you think NVIDIA is a buy and hold or do, should we trade it uh, around $400? $400. I want to hear your thoughts. Um, you do what you want. I think this is a, when it's under 400, you buy it. Uh, I think as long as the AI train is going, uh, when it's over 400, you just kind of sit back. You don't do anything. If you want to trim over four hundred, I don't think it's a bad thing. If you got in here at two two hundred, say you got in here at two thirty two, and all of a sudden you're at four hundred. Now, if you're in a um, uh, a retirement account, I would probably trim. There's no tax events. If you're short term, like you just bought it in February and you're over four hundred, I absolutely would not trim in a brokerage account. The reason is that triggers taxes. So you're going to pay income taxes, and whatever income tax, it, tax bracket you're in, remember, it's marginal tax bracket. So say you, you only earn $40,000 of total uh, in income in a year, adjusted gross income. You're not, paying any, uh, you're not paying any long-term capital gains, but your short-term capital gains might be 20%. So you're going to pay 20% just to pull it out from here when the AI train is still going? Could you come back down here to 257, 260? Absolutely. But you're putting in this volume shelf up here between 382 and 390. And so that's providing you support. I don't think that, me personally, I have it both in retirement and in my brokerage. Both, I'm just staying. Honest to God, I'm just staying. As long as this AI train continues to go, I'm just staying. Could I see it back under 400? Absolutely. I'm just going to add more. Absolutely. I'm just going to add more. Uh, So let's look at D-Man. D-Man, I was looking at Swing Play and I found something that looks good on charts. Ticker symbol S-I-R-E, Siri. Uh, Double bottom and recent pop and retrace slap on the 50-day. SMA push-up hedge funds buying high-rank insider buyings too. Looks solid for a swing around 485. dollars Let's look at Siri. I was a former Siri, uh, Sirius uh, satellite radio subscriber. I'm a Howard Stern fan. Uh, when the show kind of went into his basement and stuff like that, I kind of just tuned out. Um, it, and and it's just, I didn't renew my membership. And I, I know a lot of people like that. This was built. This was a, uh, satellite radio service that was built on Howard Stern. Uh, they still pay him a tremendous amount of money. Uh, I know people who subscribe to Sirius in their cars. Um, I know people who use Sirius on the, the app. Um, I think it's a, it just something that people get used to. I, from what I hear on the Howard Stern groups, they're charging about $5 a month. $5 a month is not a hell of a lot of money. There's not a hell of a lot of margin in that. Now, if you use it in your car, I think it's closer to $20 a month. Um, so the margins on that are crazy. But the, up, the, the cost of that is that they have to have satellites uh, up in the air. They've already got them. The costs obviously are coming down because they've already spent the capital. Um, so this is more of an entertainment play. I don't know, like if you got in here at 354, you're doing pretty well. I mean, you're up, you're, you got your 10%. Um, I just see it, the, their costs are out of line from what I remember. Um, this is a company that uh, is making $1 billion. Uh, its average target price is $444. Um, I do think from the chart, you're seeing the multiple bottom right down there at about 350. I don't know that you're going to run up here. I don't know the catalyst that's going to get you up um, to to fill this gap at 568 or even get you above the 200-day. Take a look at the long term. And this is why I say this. Uh, in recent times, they just haven't been able to make money. Um, this was a pandemic play uh, that actually got some benefit from the pandemic because people were at home. People were subscribing. People weren't driving as much. But they still subscribed. And then all of a sudden in the last earnings, something happened and it just got dinged. I don't know what happened. Um, check it out on here. You can probably read an article about it. But I don't see any upgrades. I don't see any catalyst that says it's going to move. Um, I don't know what would make this one move. Is it that Howard Stern all of a sudden comes, you know, that they, they were promoting him coming back to the studio. Uh, that was their big campaign. I saw that one. Eh, it kind of fizzled out. So, D man, you've been right on a lot of things. I just don't know what the catalyst is that that moves it higher. I think hedge funds are buying. I think there's uh high insider buys. Um we can look at insider buys down here. I don't see any. Um uh I see sales at 370. I mean, this is June 7th. It's not a huge amount. I mean, the the biggest the options exercise was from uh Scott Greenstein who uh, you know, got $30 million, and uh, um, uh, he exercised his options at uh, four, $4.44. That dude is not happy right now. I mean, he paid for $30 million to exercise those options at $4.44. That would be my only catalyst, is that this dude wants it at $4.45. Right now it's at three eighty five. dollars If you want 10%, maybe you get that one. Maybe he's managing to that. That might be your catalyst. So D-Man, good luck on that one. You've had some great picks, I know, uh, in the past. So kudos. Let's go to the scans. We've been talking too much, I think. uh, But scans, XLK, this is the technology. Uh, This is a scan. Uh, It got a secondary cross up here. You can see that the the MACD is actually going down here. uh, And then it crosses back up. That's a second leg. At some point in time, you probably come back down to these 150s. Uh, within technology. But this is the AI trade. So it's hard. Uh, A triple levered ETF that trades on technology is TECL. This also, same exact chart, just levered. Imagine if you got in April 28th at $36 on a triple levered bull ETF on the technology. You're at $51 right now. This is great. This is great. I mean, this is a great, great stock. Um, but TECL had the same thing as X L K, Pan W, Palo Alto Networks. This is a secondary cross up as well. Uh, I think you continue to rise on this one. This one recently got uh, added to the S and P five hundred. I think it continues to go up. I think it's it's expensive. Just understand it is cybersecurity. All of that stuff is going up. We'll talk about a couple more. Uh, IGM. This is one that I personally own. It's a clean sector, tech sector, uh, IGM. So I I like this one from a long-term standpoint. This has been fairly good. Uh, I should have probably sold into this dip, um, but I didn't. Now I'm looking for it to get back to 440 uh, at 389. I'm not adding to it. I have a ton of this. Uh I just have not managed this one well in my IRA I probably should have but I didn't see the tech sector taking that huge huge leg down I'm just seeing it under the 200 day it's now over the 200 day firmly in this get a decent dividend nothing crazy uh mRNA this is in our core portfolio as a trading stock it's not one that you invest in 128 and you're at 126 I just don't know again this is kind of similar to Siri I don't see the uh uh, the The catalyst for this one uh is it the flu vaccine? This is kind of like a biotech in that it's going to pop on hype. You do have a gap up here between one hundred sixty and one seventy two uh typically and historically this one has filled those gaps uh it has absolutely filled those gaps you're just you got your two hundred day back here in uh, on the weekly in october twenty twenty two uh and it's just under that two hundred day but it's been a falling knife. I mean, it's kind of it's been a good trade around 150. So 126, eh, I don't know. I'm not putting my money in. Uh, triple levered ETFs, we had a secondary cross up on TQQQ again. TQQQ has just been one that has given back to people, you know, three, four, five times. It's been one that you can hold on to in this bull market. Uh, it's still got confirmation. It's got that secondary cross-up. You are way up here at one 1.32 on the oscillator. I mean, that's just as high as it's gone. Um, so the RSI is at 75. It's a little bit extended. Uvixi. At some point in time, the VIX goes up. And I don't know when it is, but the VIX is at 14 right now. You've got a reverse split coming up on June 23rd. This one got a cross-up here at $2.24. Um, this has been absolute loser, absolute loser. So I just have it in the list. It's one. If you want growth VUG, uh, secondary cross up here. Uh, this was the initial cross up was 251. You're at 277. This is the Vanguard growth. So it's super low cost. Uh, the fees are super, super low. Um, another, uh, sector spider sector is XLC, the, uh, communication sector. This has been crazy. I mean, for a sector to be in the 50s, uh, 59, twice you've had a a buy-in here at 59, you're at 64. So you got your 10%. You got your 10% in what? A little over a month? On a sector, communication sector, a good one. ARCW, uh, this is their uh, web-focused fund, $48 was the initial buy on May 8th, it's a secondary cross-up. Now, you can see, it's just kind of put in its capitulation uh it's not huge where it crossed down and then crossed back up uh but you do have confirmation and it's trading at $56 i think the 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 uh the the play on this one uh for this year has been 50 bucks honest to god i think you'll get it at 50 bucks um when you look at the uh the uh volume shelves we're going to pull that back see it's right here at 50 it's right there at 50 Uh, Another ARK fund, ARK-F. ARK-F got a cross-up. This is FinTech, uh, the financial stuff. ARK is, uh, this is one that I would probably use ARK for. ARK, uh, ARK ARK-F, and ARK-G. I just don't know FinTech very well. I don't know uh, Genomics very well. Those are the two funds that I'd I'd use ARK for. Um, But the RSI is super high. It's at 70. So ARK-F is one. Uh, Okta. I think OCTA has a chance to cover a gap, and that's why I included this one. Uh, you've started to cover this gap at 75. It had a, a cross up here at $75. You're trading at 75.46. So it's not too far above that 75.15. Over the long term, I think this one has the opportunity. If we continue on this tech trade, OCTA, I think, comes back up to this $90. Now from a long-term standpoint, you can see Okta is well under its 200-day. It is an expensive stock. It's software. Um, uh, the PE, forward PE is 59. They're losing $691 million to $12.38 billion uh, market cap. Short interest of only 3%. Um, it's, it's you know performance year-to-date up 10%. But I, do, I saw that gap on the four-hour and i said, you know this this probably deserves to be in here uh s m m t uh we talked about this one a few weeks ago when it was a dollar fifty one 51, um, because and it got this cross up here at the dollar forty eight part of the uh the 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 catalyst that took this one up over two was because there was like a five hundred million dollar buy. By uh, the 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 guy who basically started this thing, so it, it it pushes it up there. I think at some point you get up to this gap at three dollars. It's slowly made its climb. It's got a secondary cross up here. Uh, if you're in a dollar sixty nine, if you're here, in here at a dollar forty eight, kudos to you. I think Sherry took took the trade. I think even Brandon may have taken the trade. Uh, Dow thirty, Cisco was the only one that kind of got up there. Uh, it's a secondary cross up. The RSI is super high. You're coming up on your ex-dividend date on July 5th. Um, Yeah, July 5th. So, eh. I mean, this one, under 50, buy it, over 50, sell it. You're at 51.03. I I just don't see a catalyst for Cisco. Rivian's an interesting one. It was replaced yesterday in the NASDAQ 100 by OnSemi, O-N. I think Rivian got got a cross up here at 15.31. It's trading at 14.00. Uh, I do think this one is crazy on its valuation. It is not even worth a dollar per share uh, based on its current valuation and the current deliveries and the current problems that they have. But, and this is a big but, if they announce that they are going to the Tesla uh, standard, Tesla charging standard, and Rivian vehicles will be able to use the Tesla superchargers, I think you see this one pop up to 20 honest to God, I think it covers this gap between 15 and 17. And you could see 20 up here because that gap right here hasn't been filled. So I think you see this one pop heavy on news like that um, because Tesla has the chargers. Rivian doesn't have chargers. Electrify America sucks. So, um, but on semi is, uh, let me see, they're down 1% being added to the NASDAQ 100. They're going to get some buys. It's not going to move that needle too much because Rivian wasn't a huge um, weight in that. Zscaler. Uh, I wanted to point this one out. It's got a secondary cross up here. Uh, if you got into this one, May 5th, uh, I know I brought it up and I said, hey, this gap is going to get filled here. Um, uh, you know, It was this small gap back then. Uh, it's gapped up since then. I, I don't know what the catalyst was, probably some pre-announcement or some cybersecurity company that had uh, reported, but it gapped up here from 90 to 102. Uh, if you got in at 90, you're at one 157 right now. It is super extended. I probably would not buy into this one. Do I think that it's gonna continue up? Um, from a long-term perspective, you haven't even reached the 200-day. So the, the, the highs up here at around 360, 380, somewhere in that neighborhood, I think you're going back to that. So it's been a crazy one month. So I just don't know that you necessarily get into this. Finally, Broadcom. Uh, Broadcom is going to come back to this candle. The, the candle high is 921. Uh, it, it will come back to that. Good companies with good products, with good profits and good management will come back to their recent highs. And you can see Broadcom it has just been on a run. Its all-time high is this uh, 921. So it will get back to that. Do you want to buy it here? Eh, you could. Long-term, I think you're fine. Broadcom is, is staying on with the, the, the chipset. So um, if you made it this far, hit the thumbs up button. Hit that five-star. Go and rate me. Uh, sign up for the newsletter. Uh, sponsors. First sponsor, uh, Visible. If you're paying more than $25 for your phone service, sign up with the link below. You get $20 off your first month. It will only cost you $5. And then from there, it's unlimited service for $25. 5G service. It has absolutely, your boy here uses it for $25 a month. Uh, if I want the super speed, I go to $35 a month. It's not that bad. Um, you know, again, the, the, the cost of this is super low. This is part of the reason why Verizon, why T-Mobile, while uh, AT&T, it's a race to the bottom. There is rumors that Amazon is going to give you unlimited service for $10 a month as part of your fu- uh, prime service. So um, if you're paying a lot for your phone service, I'd switch. There are a lot of providers out there. I've had them all. Uh, you know, I've had all the low cost, MVNO is what they're called. Changing your phone service is like basically changing your oil. Uh, you know, you you go to a place. Uh, you in this in this term, you go to the uh, Visible website. You type in your phone number. You do it all online. Five minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes later, Visible has changed your number over to the new service. So if you have an eSIM, it's super easy. It's getting simple. It is not a problem. Uh, I have switched over many friends. Not one issue. Not one issue. I did have an issue, I think about six months ago, where uh, Visible had a problem receiving and sending uh, texts to Android from iPhones. Um, I got online. They reset my eSIM. Everything was fine after that. It was a long wait, but uh, again, it's support online. So if you're one of those people who goes into stores, don't get Visible. If you're one of those people who just kind of never calls your, uh, your cell phone provider and you're paying 50 70 $80 a month, go to Visible. You'll love it. Uh, second is, is uh, Trend Spider. And if you don't have Trend Spider, I don't know what you, you know, and you're trading a bunch, you're out of your freaking mind. It is about $400 a month. You need the elite level service. Uh, I give you a, a nice welcome letter with links. It's basically plug and play with all of my uh, algorithms, watch lists, um, all of the, uh, the the scanners that I use. So it's nice. It's plug and play. For me, uh, I probably, I was talking to somebody last night on uh, Facebook Messenger about it. I probably spend between 10 and, and, and 15 hours a week on TrendSpider, maybe up to 20 um, with, with the podcast. But I do all my research on TrendSpider. So I, I essentially look at that stuff. I look at FinViz. There's three websites that I essentially use. It's TrendSpider, FinViz, and Seeking Alpha for Charts to compare charts. Um, and you know, in fact, one, if you listen this long, you'll get the benefit of this one. Uh, I've been looking at XLG, which is the NASDAQ 100, uh, and AIQ. Those are the two that I was looking at, uh, AIQ, great listener suggestion from yesterday. Look at the holdings on AIQ, uh, NVIDIA, Meta, Tesla, Microsoft, Salesforce, Oracle, Adobe, Apple, Amazon, Alphabet. That's just the top 10 holdings um and and you can see uh percentage wise when you look at this uh the weight information technology 63%. So I was looking at uh AIG uh I'm sorry AG, AIQ uh and XLG. Those are the two that I was looking at. Well, look, year to date 38%. The QQQ is only up 37%, so AIQ is actually beating that one. SPY is only up half that 14%. XLG is up 25%. 1 year it gets a little bit different, not much. Uh oh, this is oh it, it dinged me out. But you can do that that yourself. So okay, I've talked too much. I am heading out. Uh I am I have my uh, uh fireside chat with Kathy Woods at three o'clock today. So uh say a prayer for your boy that I don't get called on to ask a question. I'm gonna be nervous. <laughs> Hi, Miss Woods, how are you? Uh, she's a legendary investor. And I, I was in her funds. Uh, I made a lot of money on her funds. And then I wound up losing a lot of money on her funds. So uh, I just didn't. I didn't manage correctly. And, and I believed her. Uh, I do think that she is an economist. Uh, she understands this stuff. I think the research that ARK does is, is um, uh, amazing. I just think the setup of her publishing all of her buys and sells at the end of the day just opens it up to criticism. Uh, it opens it up to shorts. It opens it up to kind of manipulation in that fact. So, uh, I will ask her a question about that stuff if I get the chance, uh, and maybe I'll screen record. So, okay. Take care. I will talk to you guys tomorrow.